It's time now for North Star Sports, your source for the hottest sports takes in the business. Here's your host, Owen Ely. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name's Owen Ely. You can follow me on Twitter at Owen Ely MN. You also can follow North Star Sports on Twitter at North Star MIN. Be sure to check out our website at NorthStarsports.media. And welcome into the show, everybody. We got a good one for you here today as we try to fill the void between UFC Fight Night Poirier and Hooker and the uh, two week hiatus uh, that we'll have to take before we can eventually get to UFC uh, 251. Uh, we, we might have some MMA talkers later in the week, but for now we'll get to the mandatory baseball podcast uh, that we've been neglecting because I don't really respect baseball as a sport. Um, but it, sh- it should be a fun one. We'll talk about Major League Baseball, we'll talk about the return, and we'll also give five, six, seven, eight reasons, eight ways uh, that Major League Baseball can fix the sport, how they can make this sport, which, make no mistake, is a dying sport, how they can turn it around, get younger fans, and stay relevant, you know, as as they slowly lose grip on on what used to be America's pastime. And I I guess we'll start with the 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 return of Major League Baseball. Um, obviously, we've been neglecting this topic on the show because it's it's really boring, and for the longest time, you know, it was it was just uh, a boring talker because nothing happened. You know, there, there were shows that talked about the return of Major League Baseball for seven weeks and actually 15 it's, it's been like 15 weeks since the season started so we've had you know people talking about it all this time nothing happens there's no point in talking about it but now that things have actually happened uh, there's a reason to talk about it here from a, uh, a North Star sports standpoint uh, they'll be coming back for 60 games uh, which which is fine you know I think 162 is overkill um, obviously, you know, there was a lot of people who thought, uh, we could probably do 80. Uh, I don't disagree. I think they could even right now do 80. Um, you know, you play double headers, uh, and all of this, uh, I mean, baseball is one of the easiest sports to play. I mean, unless you're a pitcher, I'll give you that a pitcher, you know, that's pretty strenuous on your arm. Uh, catcher is a little difficult, but you know, any, any outfielder complaining, listen, if, if you, if you're an outfielder and you have to play triple headers, okay, like, you're still going to be fresh as a daisy tomorrow. You don't do anything but stand it, stand out there and kick dirt, you know what I mean? So um, I don't I don't know why they couldn't have done 80, you know, throw in a couple of uh, off days, I guess, because we have to. I mean, you don't need them, but we'll throw them in there, we'll throw you a bone, you know, and then, you, then we just play like, so I think we're playing 60 now. Okay, then we just throw in like 10 doubleheaders, you know what I mean? And we, we could get to 80. Um, but that, that's whatever. I mean, 60 is a, a little weird, uh, because I think the difference between an 80 win team in 162 game season and a 90 win team in 162 game season, when you condense it down to 60, I think the difference is like two games, like two and a half games. Uh, if, if not even that, um, so, you know, we're, we're probably going to see some wacky stuff here in major league baseball, just given the. Uh, shortened season, but you know that's fine. And really, they had to get a they had to get something done. They had to play this year because if they don't play this year, they they probably come back next year. But then they probably miss twenty twenty two because that will be when the CBA is up, and they'll probably have another 
I think they'll have a meltdown no matter what. I don't think baseball plays in 2022. Um, so they had to play this year because otherwise, uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, Major League Baseball would still exist, but I mean, it'd be like the number seven sport in America. I mean, people already don't really care about baseball. I, I, my own personal experience, generally find that baseball fans are boring. Uh, that's a very broad stroke statement, very controversial. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just a fact, uh, Baseball fans tend to tend to be on the you know you got the spectrum of sports fans. Baseball fans are, are right up there with golf fans when it comes to you know uh, you know a little a little dull sometimes a little dull sometimes. But there's there's a place for baseball and and uh, nothing nothing wrong with being boring. Um, but getting getting back to uh, MLB, we've seen a couple of players say they're not going to play. Like uh, I think Ryan Zimmerman, Ian Desmond, uh, you know guys like this. And you know that's fine. That's your right. Um, I don't. I don't care. I don't think anybody really cares if they don't play. I mean, this this season's gonna be a little. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be janky. You know, we're gonna have. We're gonna have double A teams up in the majors playing just because, you know, twelve players on the Twins test positive for COVID in the middle of August, and then we're you know we're playing like Doug Bernier, and, and guys like this you know from our double A team. So. Uh, it is a little weird. Uh, I have ser- I have heard some people say that uh, a World Series victory in 2020 means nothing. It's it's imaginary, uh, and and I, I gotta say I disagree. I think a World Series this year means just as much as any other year. I really do. I really think uh, the 2020 World Series means just as much as the 2021 World Series. No asterisk asterisks needed. Um, yes, yes, it's different. Yes, it's only 60 games. Yes, there's different challenges. But every team has to face these challenges. It's not like only the Minnesota Twins or only the Cincinnati Reds have to face these challenges. No, no, no. It's uh, even... Well, uh, baseball is not an even playing field. Believe believe me when, when we talk about money and, 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 and stuff like this. But when it comes to, you know, every team's going to have to deal with the coronavirus. Every team's going to have to deal with... X, Y, and Z players being babies and holding out and, you know, things like this. So, you know, a World Series victory in 2020 means just as much any other year. Uh, especially, you know, I've heard some local talkers here in, in the Twin Cities, you know, saying maybe it's 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 not going to mean anything. It's going to be an imaginary World Series victory. Uh, for the Twins, it, it certainly is not because they would have been in the playoffs most likely anyways. You know, if the Baltimore Orioles win the World Series, then okay, then we got some weird stuff going on. But the Twins were expected to be in the playoffs anyway, so if, if they make the playoffs this year in a 60-game season and win the World Series, there's a decent to moderate chance that would have happened if there was no pandemic during the 2020 season. So, you know, it's it's just the Twins fulfilling what would have been their likely destiny anyways. Um, I, I think the shortened season, uh, obviously a disadvantage is a disadvantage for the twins. Um, you know, I mean, it's, uh, again, it's a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage for every team, I guess, in a sense, you know, cause every team has to deal with it. But you know, if, if some shitty team like the tigers get hot, you know, they, they could make the playoffs and, you know, I don't know, weird, weird stuff happens in, in major league baseball, but I'd still say the twins are, are favored to. To, to make it to the playoffs and you know the AL Central is just absolutely 
full of just awful teams. So, uh, you know, they really should rake in uh, this season. Um, so what was it? The the start date here, I, th- I think they're targeting July 23rd uh, and July 24th. Um, it, it will be interesting to see. I was, re- I was just reading an article by ESPN about uh, COVID testing because uh, obviously, you know, like I mentioned before, I mean, every team at some point is going to have, you know, their double-A and triple-A players filling in, you know what I mean? And it's probably going to get a little a little wacky. Um, and I don't know, this is, a li- this is a little different because, you know, we, we see, we see uh, COVID protocol that works out very well. You know what I mean? We see the UFC just absolutely nail it when all the when all the haters and all the nerds said the UFC couldn't do it, and, oh, we, we can't let you guys fight, we can't let you guys make a living, we don't want anybody to have sports until we have a vaccine, you know, all, all, these, type of, all these type of people, you know. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not, you guys are binary thinkers. Don't be binary thinkers. It's not, it's not either we do literally nothing and spit in each other's mouths and, and continue to play sports, or we pack up, sports and don't play until 2024 no 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 these are the two extremes on either side of the spectrum but there's a million different in infinite different different degrees in that spectrum that we could take so why don't we take one in the middle you know what i mean Uh, i think people are so polarized these days where it's like uh, it's kind of sad to see how this this covid19 stuff has become so political so political because it's really just I mean, I guess every, I guess everything you could make political, but it's more of a health issue than anything else. You know what I mean? So again, we we don't we don't have to we don't have to, you know, swap blood, you know, voluntarily with everybody in the arena, and and we don't have to just stay in our house houses until the you know the decade's over. There's there's stuff in between. So why don't we take smart steps in between? And that's really where you see the UFC. I mean. You know, everybody in, in in the UFC, when they go to these fights, I mean, they're getting tested like multiple times a day. You know, they're getting quarantined like, uh, you know, they're, they're going to Fight Island uh, in Abu Dhabi. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to get, they had some graphic where like, okay, so we get quarantined before we get on the flight to Abu, Abu Dhabi and we take a, a test. Test is fine. We fly to Abu Dhabi. Uh, we take another test and we get quarantined. Then we go to the hotel and then we get quarantined and take a test. Um, what is it? Then then we fight. We, we might even have another test and another quarantine within there. They have like five quarantines for, for these people going to Abu Dhabi. So, you know, is it inconvenient? Yeah. Is it the right thing to do? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? But it gets a little more tricky when we talk about Major League Baseball uh, over the UFC because... I mean, we're really just talking about three people in the octagon, uh, and and you know, with Major League Baseball, we got teams and all this type of stuff. You know, I think basketball is a whole lot easier to come back when it comes to a coronavirus protocol, uh, just because. All right, I mean, we got eleven people on the court at a given time. Like, we can kind of we could we could work out some weird stuff. You know what I mean? We could move the benches back really far. You know what I mean? We could have the coaches be up in press boxes or something. Like we could, we could figure it out. We can adapt. We can figure out something. Major League Baseball is a little different because we got so many people. Um, I, there's no way they're coming back with fans 
for sure this year, maybe not ne- maybe not next year. I don't want to get too negative, uh, but that is a possibility. Um, but I, I I don't know that that is going to be tough trying to figure it out. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to have a buttload of of COVID tests, and I don't really know how they how they work out this quarantine because, again, I'm not a I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what. But you know, okay, well I I'm a pitcher and I have a baseball in my hand and my palms sweaty and I throw it to the catcher and then he catches it in his glove and takes it out with his right hand now he's got my hand sweat on on the ball I don't know how that stuff works you know what I mean but that that seems a little a little odd there's no spitting I think they they'll allow you to have like a a wet towel or something I mean they you know that's a little odd I don't know if that I mean I guess I guess you don't want people spitting but uh, it, it, it'll be really weird. And the thing I'm interested to see is, okay, so we could infect, I have no idea how many Major League Baseball players they are, just thousands of Major League Baseball players. Okay, so we could infect every single one of these guys with COVID-19, and maybe only like one of them dies, you know what I mean? And if that person dies, it's probably because they had a, you know, a, a undiscovered defect in their body. You know what I mean? These are healthy, quote-unquote, athletes that, you know, <laughs> people who stand in the sun and, you know, do six minutes of actions per three hours of baseball or whatever the study found. Um, But, but okay, these are all healthy guys. You know, even a Nelson Cruz, you know, who's like 42 or whatever. Ah, you know, he'll be fine if he gets it. But like, what I'm curious about coaches, you know what I mean? Because a 67 year old Ron Gardenhire, like, what, what if they get it? It's a lot more deadly for old people. So how are we gonna handle? How are we gonna handle uh, having old people uh, around the the game of baseball? And it gets tricky because the logical thing, the smart, the correct move in my mind is old people, you can't be in baseball this year. No old people. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we can't take the risk. There's like almost a 0% chance a uh, healthy 25-year-old baseball players if he gets COVID. Uh, you know, near near impossibility he dies. It is possible it does happen, but very unlikely. But like a 65-year-old obese coach, Ah, you know, what is the CD number, CDC numbers? What is it like, uh, like 6% or something? Something actually like startlingly high for old people. Uh, but then that gets weird because old people will complain and then you have a, you know, a billion dollar lawsuit on your hand because of age discrimination, which I mean, technically is true. I mean, they're technically, you know, so how does, how does that work? We're going to let old people come back. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a very smart idea. Um, Again, it's not because I hate old people. It's just a reality that old people are at risk when it comes to, you know, COVID. But uh, again, I'm sure the U.S. government would have a different view of that. Uh, you know, I'm sure they obviously they wouldn't disagree because the CDC says it, it uh, you know, disproportionately affects old people uh, when it comes to fatality. But ah, you can't discriminate against people on uh, can't be ageist. We don't we don't like ageists here at North Star Sports. That's that's a that's a funny one. You you can't you can't discriminate against age. 
but it, it is a it is a fact that uh, a little dangerous for the older folks. So uh, it'll be curious to see how that goes because either either they acknowledge and te- albeit technically discriminate against old people, either they acknowledge that old people can't show up to the stadium, uh, be it coaches or you know lawn care people, you can't show up, or they be uh, equal opportunity people when it comes to ages and just let old people die because you know either we can either we can ignore the fact or we can or we can acknowledge the fact is true that that a uh, little dangerous for old people um so I'll, that'll be really i'll be really curious to see if they'd rather have i mean that's a real binary thing to say but uh you know you know whether they'd want to have old people not that they'd want to but whether they'd allow old people to die by letting them you know, be around these healthy athletes or whether they, they are ageist man and, and, you know, tell them to stay home. Um, that's pretty much all I got to say on the return of baseball. I mean, it's, it's kind of boring. I mean, the, the one thing I, the one thing I will say, uh, for any, any baseball fans out there, just why, why would you be a fan of baseball? Be a fan of MMA. MMA is amazing. Be a fan of so many other things, but to, to be a fan of Major League Baseball, they don't care about you. This season is is so evident that they don't care about the fans. It's it's blatantly obvious they don't care about the fans. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, the the uh, the players need more money. They need more money. Yeah, players are paid just fine. But okay, that's a discussion we could have. Um, oh, the owners don't want to pay the players. Okay, just pay the players. Don't be greedy. But it, it's it's always players, owners, players, owners, players, owners. You know who loses out in all this? Who's the most important group of people? The fans. The people who pay both of your salaries. So, you know, we, we, we look at, well, we could have had 80 games. We could have had 100 games. Uh, but now we're, we only have 60 games in a really weird season where players are, are holding out, which, number one, I mean, ooh, real brave. You're holding out this year. Good for you. I mean, uh, you deserve you deserve a silver star. You deserve the Medal of Honor for holding out. Uh, Ian Desmond and and uh, Ryan Zimmerman, you guys deserve the Congressional Medal of Honor. You guys are are brave. You guys are basically freedom riders, holding out for the the baseball season. Nobody cares. Good for you. Good for you. You want your equal attention cake, but you know nobody talks about the fans. Like these fans gotta gotta feel absolutely shafted because okay. I understand, you know, you're a little spoiled to still be getting sports because I understand, you know, we're we're still in a quarantine, we're still in a pandemic, so, oh, I'm not somebody sitting here saying, oh, wow, the fans have really been wronged, we didn't get 162 games. No, I understand, it's a weird time, weird thing, you know, we got to worry about other things other than sports, but now that we're starting to figure, figure some stuff out and there's a viable plan for us to go out here and have a season and, and do testing and you know, keep people in bubbles and, and things like this. Uh, yeah, here's 60 games of a bullshit season. Uh, we'll play in 2021, and then we'll pro- Honestly, we're probably going to miss all of 2022 with a lockout because, you know, this the, these last few months have just shown that uh, the relationship between Major League Baseball and the MLBPA is just abysmal and that this is going to be a real problem in 2022, and we're probably going to have a lockout season that year. So we're pretty much going to miss a, a year and a half of baseball over the course of a three-season span. And that's probably going to kill baseball because 
fans are already leaving Major League Baseball in in a mass exodus because it's just a it's it's one of the worst leagues. Uh, you know, I think the NHL. Shout out to them for having an actual salary cap that that you know they actually enforce. Football is obviously way more popular. NBA is way more popular. MMA is way funner, way cooler. You know, MLB. What do they do that's innovative? Major League Baseball is plagued by just old heads. Old and old heads are the absolute worst when it comes to baseball. I mean, these are the type of people. Like, look at the NBA. They're so innovative, so amazing, such an awesome league. You know what I mean? Like they they really listen to the fans. They really go out of their way to be first. They're they're a class a class organization. You know what I mean? They're not like the the NFL where you know, they suspend wife beaters for two games, you know, like, I really do believe there are very solid, very good people in the NBA, you know, especially high up. Uh, But Major League Baseball, yeah, they, these people are are the antithesis antithesis of of change and, and, you know, improving the game. You know, these are the type of, forget, forget about shortening the game and forget about making really big changes these are people who if you said yeah we'd like to change the something as stupid and stupid and obscure and doesn't impact the game as we would like to change the stitching uh, on major league baseball baseballs we'd like to change it from dark red to medium red and these people would say oh no we can't oh the integrity of the game we can't no, we've been playing baseball for 200 years. We can't, we can't change anything. It's got to be the same old boring sport it's always been, you know. So these people just hate change, and that's why they'll die. They'll just drown. It's a changing, a changing sports scene, and these people are the least adaptable people I've ever seen. And that goes for Major League Baseball, and that goes for a lot of the fans, which is why the sport will ultimately die. Uh, it'll still be around. It'll still be around, but it, you know, it's it'll pretty much be you know a weekend at Bernie's. Uh, corpse, you know, in in the later part of the the 2020s. Uh, but I got I got five ways, and I'll throw I'll probably throw in some extra ones because I'll, I'll think of stuff as I'm going through these five to fix Major League Baseball. I could fix it right now if Major League Baseball wants to listen. Uh, they don't even have to they don't even have to pay me for these tips. I'll give it to them for free. I love giving out the tip for free. And I'll give the tip out for free for uh, for Major League Baseball. If they want to pay me, that's awesome. That's cool. I'll be a brand ambassador. But, uh, you know, to, fine, just take this. Take these. Number one, you have to shorten the game. You have to shorten the game. Our attention spans are, are not that good. Major League Baseball is really boring. Baseball is really boring. Okay, now if you like baseball, that's fine. That's your thing. I'm not going to sh- I'm not going to shit on anybody for liking things. You know what I mean? People can have their fun even if I don't agree with it, you know, or, or or if I don't like it. But you have to shorten the game. We don't Okay, so I I'm some average guy who works in retail or I'm some average guy who works at a warehouse or I have an office job, you know what I mean? So I've just I've just described like 85% of your audience, you know what I mean? Just random dudes, just random people, okay? So I got to work an eight-hour shift, you know what I mean? I It's a 30-minute drive to work, so I spend an hour driving. That's nine hours of my day. I sleep eight hours. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about 
17 hours of my day are completely gone. I got seven hours of free time, essentially. Okay. Now, if I'm a parent, I mean, Jesus, you know, the rest of my time's gone. But like, okay, so I, I at, at, the, at, the, at the very maximum, I have seven hours of free time. I don't have three and a half hours of my free time to watch a baseball game. Baseball games cannot be three and a half hours. They can't be three hours. They can't be two and a half hours. Baseball games, I mean, if it's extra innings, I mean, I can't do anything about that. You know what I mean? That's going to extend the time, but fair enough. But a nine-inning baseball game, it needs to be under two hours. I'm not even kidding. It has to be under two hours. We we can't have games that are this long, especially when there's a game on every week. So that's another thing, too. I'll never understand this because I'm not uh, an absolute troglodyte and I have other things to do. But, like, okay, so I'm a fan of the Minnesota Twins, right? So... If I'm a if I'm a diehard fan of the Minnesota Twins, I gotta watch every single one of their games. I gotta watch 162 games. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll miss a couple. You know, because maybe I got a wedding or something. But like, I don't have 162 days pretty much in a row. Obviously, there's some off days. I don't have you know March to October. I can't spend three and a half hours every single day watching my team. And even like even even if they're the 2009 Yankees, even if they're a fun team, I don't want to watch a fun baseball team, 162. Now, the Twins have been bad. So I'm going to watch 162 games, waste three and a half hours every single day to watch a, a, a 67-win Minnesota Twins team in like 2014? No, that's ridiculous. So we need to shorten the game. Now, you can do this a couple of ways. And listen, these are how I would fix the game. None of these rules will ever be enforced because, again, you know, MLB, MLB hates change and, and, you know, baseball fans, there's a certain segment of baseball fans that probably don't even change their underwear and socks every single day because they, they hate change that much. Uh, but we can do this a couple of ways. I think they should institute a pitch clock. There should A pitch clock, real simple, that would fix, that would fix it. That would fix it. Now, what do we make the pitch clock? I don't know, 20, 20 seconds. I'm not saying the pitch clock has to be seven seconds. You know what I mean? But d- does the pitcher have to rub his nuts and and spit spit on the ground, you know, 75 times in between pitches? Like, Kyle Gibson makes me want to kill myself when I watch him pitch, uh, which is very rare because I don't, I don't really watch baseball uh, for many reasons. But, you know. You got some of the, the the slowest pitchers on the planet. Like I no, I don't have time. I don't have time to watch Kyle Gibson pitch. We need a 15 second pitch clock. And I'll get I'll even get more radical here. I'll even get more radical here. 7 inning games. Why do we need to play 9? Why do we need to play 9? Is is 8 not enough? Is the game not decided after 7 innings? Again, I'm not I'm not saying games have to be three innings. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not trying to go like super ridiculous mode, but like, why do games have to be nine innings? Uh, that's that's you know like we could I don't know. Do you, do you really feel robbed if we if we moved it down to seven? So we already we already play 162 games. They don't matter. Like okay, so we have a 60 game season. Is that enough games? No, I think there's going to be some janky stuff, and I think some teams that would have made the, the playoffs 
in in a hundred in a full length season. I think some teams who would have made it are not going to make it, and some teams that that uh, didn't or wouldn't make it will make it. You know what I mean? But again, I'm talking about a sweet spot. Is 60 games? So again, people think make it seem like it's a binary choice, like 60 games or 162. No, no, no. There's a million. Well, not a million because we're talking about a finite number. But uh, you know, there, there's there's other options between 60 and 162. I would say, how about a 112 game season? 112, 120. We don't need 162 games of baseball. We we just don't. Now, the the game part will never happen. The MLB will never play less games because less games means less revenue. Uh, so I understand that one's a little bit of a pipe dream when I say they, they need to play fewer games. That's a real pipe dream because they'll, they'll never do that. You know, they'll, they'll lose so much money on, on gates just having bullshit games. You know what I mean? Oh, this these bullshit extra 40 games that don't matter in, in August when the playoffs have pretty much already been decided for most teams. Um, so that's, that's fine. I understand that's never going to go through. So realistically, 15-second pitch clock, seven-inning games. Then if you still want to do 162, which of course they do, all right, then games are not three hours and 15 minutes. They're... Well, with the pitch clock and the seven innings, I mean, we're, we're literally probably talking about two hours. That's manageable. That's manageable. I could come home after work after a long day and dedicate two hours to, to watching a baseball game. Maybe not every day because, you know, again, I have a life. But I could do that two or three times a week. Yeah, I could do that. And and also, you're talking about uh, fans in the stands at some point, obviously, not not this season. But, like... I really don't have five hours to go to a baseball game at night. I, I might I might have time to go to a Twins game three times a summer as a treat. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's fun to hang out in the sun, and if you're with friends, it's cool. But, like, oh, I got to drive down to Minneapolis. I got to find parking. I got to get to the game a little bit early. Then I have to spend three and a half hours watching a game that takes entirely too long. And, you know, it, it's literally half of your day like you you can't expect the the average fan to to keep up with that um the next way i would fix baseball this is probably my most controversial my most controversial legalize peds legalize peds why why are peds banned in baseball it's a non-contact sport the ever since they got rid of running into the catcher that was the last bit of contact they had in major league baseball it's a non-contact sport. Let them get juiced to the gills. This is not football. If you if you take PEDs in football or MMA or boxing, you're a pussy. I I think you're a despicable human being, uh, because that's a contact sport. You you could seriously injure somebody. You could paralyze somebody. You could. I mean, we see it happen in boxing. You could kill somebody if if you're on PEDs in a contact sport. I think you're a scumbag if you do PEDs, but. In something like tennis or baseball where there's no contact, what's the downside? You're not injuring anybody else. You're just making the game funner. Now, I'm not saying make PEDs mandatory. If you don't want to take them, that's fine. But I would have little Pez dispensers. I would have those little old-fashioned bubblegum 
dispensers, you know what I mean? That's It's just like the stand and then a clear glass bubble where they, you, you put the quarter in. I would have 10 of those in the dugout with whatever you want. Osterine, Terinobol, testosterone, estrogen uh, inhibitors, uh, like clomiphene or whatever. Whatever you want. Do whatever, do whatever you want. Why do I care? It, it just makes baseball funner. You know, people, all these all these people, you know, shitting on Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds. Why? Because they took PEDs and made the game fun and hit a lot of home runs and made baseball exciting for once in its life. You know, so why not? Yeah, and even even if pitchers want to take PEDs, I don't care. I don't really know what that does for you. I guess it helps you with recovery and stuff like that, which would be actually a really big benefit for pitchers. You know, because what is it? One in one in three pitchers every year has uh, has a Tommy John injury or something. It might have been one in four. I might be exaggerating that, but you know, point being, a Tommy John injury is a real thing in baseball. It's very common. It's not uncommon to to find pitchers who have had two or three. Well, I mean, three is probably on the high end, but. There's certainly pitchers who have had two Tommy John surgeries, you know what I mean? And that's a, like a year out of baseball. So for these pitchers who are doing such an unnatural thing, you know what I mean? It's, it's really not natural to be torquing your elbow and throwing a baseball at 100 miles an hour 80 times, you know, X amount of times per year. You know what I mean? That, that does, I mean, it's not, there's no way around it. It's not good for your arm. So, okay, why, why should... Jose Barrios not be allowed to take PEDs to help with, with you know the recovery, you know what I mean, um, or or even something as simple as like CBD, or something, or even just straight up weed. Like what, what do we care? Just you know, if they want to smoke weed, that's fine. If they want to use CBD, that's fine. Just legalize PEDs. It would make the sport so much funner, so much funner, funner, so much funner. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, now, if you want to get really fun, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this, you know. But I don't, I don't even know. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe we get rid of baseballs and we, we use metal bats, metal bats, PEDs, and golf balls, and that's baseball from now on. We just have fucking seventeen home runs a game, and the home runs, you, you hit them, you hit them at at Target Field in Minneapolis, and they land in in fucking Anoka, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I would be more for that. I would be more for metal bats and baseballs, or metal bats and, and golf balls, than than current baseball right now. But I'll find a middle ground by just legalizing PEDs straight up. Um, another thing that I think is going to happen, because they, they're implementing it this year, and I, I think they'll probably stick with it in the future. Just a smart idea. Uh, but again, baseball old heads don't like this. A universal DH. Why in the hell do we have different rules for different leagues? That's so stupid. And why do we want pitchers hitting? Oh, but but Madison Bumgarner is really good at hitting. That's why he still bats like 200. Yeah, he hits a home run like four times a year. He still bats like really low. And again, I want to see more offense. I want to see, I want to see funner baseball. I want to see uh, more action. You know, that's that's something baseball is lacking, that with a shortened game and with a pitch count, more action. For every, like, three and a half hours of baseball, there's only, like, seven minutes of players actually moving around during an actual play. So, like, 2% of the time, there's action going on. The rest of the time, it's just players spitting and adjusting their cleats. Like, wow, that's a real boring sport. 
Um, so we need a u- universal DH. We, we just need it. Uh, DHs are awesome. They hit a shit ton of home runs. Yeah, well, let's get one. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it opens up more positions uh, for, for better hitters in the league. You know, because, I mean, there's no Edwin Encarnacion unless he got traded from the Blue Jays. I don't know. I haven't followed baseball in like seven years, so all my all my references are obscure. But, you know, you don't really see a whole lot of Edwin Encarnacion's or Nelson Cruz's in, in the NL. You know what I mean? Because, well, then we have to, have to actually play them in the field. And these people, you know, certain players just suck in the field. So, you know, this this allows for, you know, the NL to get better hitters. And, oh, we get rid of the, the double switch or whatever. Yeah, the double switch is stupid. Nobody cares. Like, uh, that that's just a, that's a nuisance. Oh, a double switch. We're smart because we know how to use a double switch. Okay, that's stupid. I got to take out a pitcher I want so I can pinch hit a hitter and then move on to a pitcher I didn't really want to. I don't know. It's just stupid. I don't get it. I understand there's there's a methodology to to the switch, uh, but it's it's dumb. Why do you have to think like that? Why a universal DH makes the makes the game automatically fifty percent funner because now both leagues have more offense. Uh, and the last one here is the biggest thing. If I could implement, you know, some of these are a little jokey. You know what I mean? Like legalized, even though I I truly do believe legalized PEDs. But I understand that one's a little, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek. But if I could implement any of these five, any of these five, it would be this one right here. We need a salary cap in baseball. We need a salary cap identical to the NFL and the NHL. Now, I want to say if we could get a salary cap like the NBA, that still would be a big bonus. Because big market teams in the NBA can spend more money, but it's not a ridiculous amount more. Yes, it's clearly unfair. The NBA salary cap is clearly unfair. It clearly skewers to big market teams. But at least the Golden State Warriors can't spend five times as much as the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know what I mean? That's not possible. They, They could spend 50 million more than the Timberwolves, you know, when you get into like the super... Or super, not super max, but like a super capper or, or whatever, whatever the hell they call it, the luxury tax. Um, you know, to, but but even the luxury tax I like, and I, I think they have that in baseball, but it's it's not really, it's way too high. You can't really enforce it. Um, but but I, I like the NBA style better than than Major League Baseball style. But I want it like like the NHL. I want it like the NFL. No 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 no. Every single team has X amount of dollars to spend. Now you don't have to spend all those all of the all of those X amount of dollars, but you can only. And I don't know what the number would be. I don't know what it would be. But even say it's okay. Okay, salary cap, and it's it's just a hard salary cap. There's no. I don't. I don't like soft cap and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just one hard cap. There's no luxury tax. There's there's no nothing. You cannot spend more than this. And I I don't know what it would be in baseball. I want to say like, one seventy five. You know what I mean. So if you still want to be a cheap ass, I mean we could we could implement a salary floor. I'm not I'm not opposed to that. But if you want to be a cheap team like the Rays and only spend you know ninety million or whatever they spend, that's fine. But you only can spend one hundred and seventy five. How is it fair that the Yankees can spend 
400. There, there was a year. There was a year when the Astros were terrible. I think it was 2013, where the Yankees were paying CC Sabathia and Alex Rodriguez more than the entire entire Houston Astros major league team and farm system. Like, how is that fair? That's basically just like EPL soccer. That's just soccer. Soccer is the dumbest sport on the entire planet when it comes to money. You know what I mean? Why would you ever be a fan of any team that's not a Real Madrid or uh, or a Liverpool or a team that just, you know, why would you ever be a fan of, of a team that couldn't spend, you know, infinite dollars? Um, so again, the, the Yankees can just outspend, like, the Yankees probably already spend like three or four times the, the amount that, uh, and the Dodgers too, I don't want them to get off the hook, or, or the Red Sox, or the Angels, you know, it, it's just not fair. The Minnesota Twins, when they signed Joe Maurer to that seven-year, $184 million deal, if Joe Maurer turned out to be a 200 hitter, that contract single-handedly would cripple the Minnesota Twins for seven years. It would cripple the Twins for the entirety of that contract. There's no way around it. They would just be a terrible team. If the Yankees signed 10 players, if they signed 10 Joe Mowers to 10 seven-year, $184 million deals, and nine of them did not work out, it's no shine off their back. Nothing would happen. They they would just have a really expensive double-A team. You know what I mean? So that's just absolutely not fair. The advantage for bigger markets is that you get to live in New York. You get to be in that media market. It's not that you can spend five times, or at least it shouldn't be, that you could spend five times as much as any other team. You know what I mean? That's why the New York Yankees are the biggest losers in all of professional sports. I don't care what anybody tells me. The New York Yankees are the biggest losers in all of professional sports because they spend the most amount of money every single year and yet they don't win the World Series every single year. That means, and far from it, not only do they not win the World Series every single year, they've only won it like three times in the last like 15 years. You guys spend more money than money than anybody. You, you guys you guys spend more international money on international free agents, you know, and 16-year-old Dominicans that you'll, you'll sign 12 of them and then, you know, trade six of them for a player at the deadline, you know, just basically... Oh, well, I'm not going to go that far because I don't want to get in trouble. But, you know, that's some real shady stuff. You know what I mean? Just signing children, you know, from the Caribbean and then having them in your system for a couple of years and then just trading them. Ah, that, remi- that reminds me of something. I don't want to say what it reminds me of because, you know, I like to stay out of legal trouble. But, you know what I mean? That's a little sketchy. That's, at the at the very least, in my mind, that's unethical. You know what I mean? And that wouldn't happen if we imp- implemented a salary cap. So, that's why that's why baseball is inherently flaw, flawed. That's why MLB is inherently flawed. Because if I'm a fan of the Cincinnati Reds, why? We'll never, we'll never win a World Series. If I, Why would I ever be a fan of the Tampa Bay Rays? The Rays have one of the best front offices in all of baseball. They make some of the best moves. They know how to stretch the dollar further than anybody. But they will never, never win a World Series in this modern era. Uh, because they're in a division with teams that can outspend them by, you know, just staggering amounts, staggering amounts. So that that's not fair for small market teams. That's not even fair for for medium market teams. You know what I mean? I don't think the Royals could ever win a World Series again. You know what I mean? For you, 
for you to win a World Series and be a small market or or medium market team, like ev- literally everything has to go your way. You have to hit on prospects at an ungodly rate. It's just not fair. So, you know, I see people saying nerds. By the way, I see nerds saying, "Oh, that's not fair to the to the Yankees that you know they used to be able to spend three hundred million and now you're capping them at one seventy five. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the Yankees. I hope the Yankees lose every single game they play from now until the end of time. I don't care about the Yankees. Oh, that's unfair for the Yankees, one team. You know who the current system is unfair for? Like 27 teams. Like 27 teams it's unfair for. So the Yankees have had it way too good for way too long. Same with the Red Sox. Same with the Dodgers. But, (coughs) excuse me, nothing will ever change. Nothing will ever change on the salary cap, but that would be the one way for everything bad about for everything bad that you could say about baseball, you know, it's too long, there's too many games, we don't have people on on Austerine and and we don't have a universal DH. For all the bad things you could say about baseball, the number one thing going against baseball is it's not a fair league. It's a very slanted league because it does not have a hard salary cap that every team must adhere to. That is the number one thing getting held over the the head of the MLB. Uh, so that's that's pretty much my spiel on that. That's pretty much all I got to say uh, on that. Again, to some degree, it's a little mute because, you know, nothing's ever going to change in baseball. But it is it is fun to speculate and, you know, think that baseball can be saved by, by these measures. And they would be saved by these measures. So if, if Major League Baseball is listening, feel free. Feel free. Take all five of my tips. That, that's totally fine. Uh, you're welcome. North Star Sports has just saved the sport of baseball. You guys are welcome. Uh, again, you can follow me on Twitter at Owen Ely MN. You can follow North Star Sports on Twitter at North Star MIN. Check out our website at NorthStarSports.media. I mean, we're on every platform, YouTube, Pod, YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, PodMN, all that stuff. Shout out to the haters. Shout out to the people who don't like the mailman delivering mail. Sucks to be you guys because he's going to be delivering a lot of mail here coming up. And he, he's not going to stop until every, every mailbox is stuffed with mail, stuffed with hot sports takes. Sucks to be people who hate on the mailman. That's all I got to say. Peace out, everybody.